This week on the Push for Legs podcast, we talk about moving with purpose and not just for calories. Right. All right, three, two, one. Let's get those high knees in, mate. Hey, guys, welcome to the Push Four Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tomo. Don't make the noise as you do it, mate. Don't make that noise. Got to make that noise, mate. Absolutely. Absolutely, got to make it. What have you just watched? Like, genuinely, what have I just watched? Uh, yeah, if anybody hasn't uh, introduced himself to Mark Wright, everybody knows who Mark Wright is, right? Mark Wright. Unfortunately, Wright. probably, yeah, they do. Mark, but like, how is, he, how, how is he doing PT on the BBC Sport app like that? Like, how is that a thing? How is that allowed, for one? I'm uh, not too sure. Like, doing shadow boxing and have, you have to make the noises with it. Hook, hook, duck, duck. Oosh, oosh. You have to do the noise as well for 40 seconds. Like, that's ridiculous. It's pointless. Did he, did it's he, just pointless. Did he, did he literally say you have to do the noise? Yeah, well, I don't know if he said. I don't know if he said he had to do noise, but like he was making all the noises every single time. I mean, no quotes on it, but you probably you have to make the noise, otherwise you know, yeah, you do have to make the noise. And then, and then it's the high knees as well. Six seconds high knees to get the hurry up. Well, mate, they're forty minutes into a session. They should have a hurry up already for one. <laughs> and like, and two, why does it matter if the hurry up's up or not? Like, doesn't make a difference. Good training wouldn't matter. Just find it baffling. Absolutely baffling, mate. But is what it is, isn't it? Lots of random people doing. I mean, this this was like, oh, fair play to Joe Wicks. He did all the stuff. And but yeah, really odd one. That I don't understand. He's not even a good personality, and he does like ugh, the annoying shows on like ITV two or three or whatever, four, five, six. It'd be like the After Dark, After Dark, After Dark Bakery show that he doesn't like ITV or something. Like that. This is the stuff he used to do, right? No idea. <laughs> absolutely idea. but like you've got footballers sharing their workouts as well on the internet and I'm like well they're just shocking absolutely shocking well, do not I copy saw, I, I saw you were doing Jesse Lingard's one what were you doing do with not, that do not copy Jesse Lingard like unbelievable would, would you know you'd think Jesse Lingard would be doing Cossack squats you know single leg deadlifts with a kettlebell wouldn't you because he'd be smart <laughs> he had a good SSC coach maybe nah just um, just set ups on the floor completely you know always making sure I set because that's really important for footballer set ups and high knees of course that's really important for footballer as well high knees they don't do enough of that you know just like I don't get it I just don't I don't, I don't get it, it as well because even if the argument like to play devil's advocate they'll be like oh but we're we're, we're, we're trying to do it for the general public you're fucking doing it wrong still <laughs> yeah exactly just do body weight squats then like, that's what the yeah. general public needs like just do that but yeah just it's just unbelievable like these people have got a, you know they've got this they've got the stage to do it and you know it, just, the, on, just a, on a side note you know that that Mark Wright punching thing so, so apparently, like that's 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 actually an issue in like films. So when like apparently like when uh, in Rocky and stuff, um, when he was doing all the punch and stuff, he would do those noises, and it was an absolute nightmare for the sound guys. They'd have to like edit, like take off all the sound and put it on top, and like because he was always going oosh, 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 and stuff like that. it happened in Star Wars as well. So you McGregor, and whenever they used to have the lightsabers, you would they would make the noises of the lightsabers when they they were like. Oosh, 
and you're like, what are you doing? It's like, I don't know. You just automatically <laughs> make the noise when you have the thing in your hand. So apparently that was a big issue when they were doing it. Yeah. I only learned that by watching a random uh, video. But they were like, yeah, yeah. So maybe it's just a personality. I would 100% do that. If I had, I was filming with a lightsaber, I would make the noise. And I'd be like, Oh, yeah. 100% you would. If you knew you were going to be like, have, you know, if you knew it was going to be a lightsaber in post-production. But it's just, um, <laughs> it, it sort of got me it got me it got me off on on a rant on my email not really rant but no. on my email i chatted <laughs> about how with everything that's going on there seems to be this thing of that and obviously we're doing more home-based work i still have to do more hip-based stuff and that sort of thing i get it but it's this obsession that like exercise is just about burning calories there are people who are out there who just view it as a calorie burn like that's the only reason exercise like you know, they, they say, oh, well, this le- will this leg workout be better than this one? Will it burn more calories? It's like, that's not why you do a leg workout. Will this hit session, I'll oh, burn 800 calories in hit session. That's not why you do a hit session. That's not why you do one. It's like this thing where it's like you have to burn off a certain number of calories. Like That's how you lose weight is to burn off, burn it off, burn it off. And it's this obsession that to lose weight, you have to do exercise. It's like, no, even when you're dieting to lose body fat, your training isn't there to, to lose the body fat. It's there to maintain muscle tissue help keep you strong help keep you mobile help you move better it's like regardless we should all be weight training to help us move better resistance training doesn't have to have weights but resistance training so that we increase our chances of staying alive longer number one we're fitter and healthier we don't fall over when we get old and our bones are strong and our muscles are strong like that's it it's an investment in your future over time it is not a way to burn calories it's not that's not how you should view exercise it's not how you do it even if you do cardio stuff you're still doing it to be healthier or fitter like if you were to do sprint sessions or hit sessions, it's about being fitter and healthier, training your heart, training your cardiovascular system. It's not a competition as to who can burn the most calories. It's not what you should be looking at as. Um, and it just annoys me because obviously people like that, that's what they're doing it as. Like that's not a hit workout, Mark, right? You're doing it for an hour for one and there's no intervals here. It's not high intensity. It's just you jogging on the spot looking like an idiot. And it's more those sorts of things is about how much you sweat. It's about how much you sweat. It's about let's get the heart rate up. Let's get more sweat. Let's do more of that. Yeah, no. Guess what? Everybody's fucking sweating right now. It's like 27, 28 <laughs> degrees. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, it's that, and, and that's the thing. It's like if sweating worked, go sit in a sauna then. You wouldn't need to exercise. But that's not it, is it? And yeah. it just frustrates me that people have this unhealthy relationship with exercise. And that's where the, I think a lot of the time with a lot of gyms, the whole class culture, it's like, yeah, who's top of the leaderboard and calories burned today? No, that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> It's not what it's about, and it, it's just obviously the way things are now. It's 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 still a thing. It's like I'm sure probably on Peloton it happens. Who's burned the most calories this session? Or oh whatever. yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, like the only the only thing that we can say is they've tried. The companies still have that thing, um, but they've tried to make it like, for example, my zone. Like I was part of the committee, if you say, to bring my zone into third space and try it out for like three four months before we made the decision to roll it out and put a crap ton of money into it and uh the good thing about that what they do is that they take the max heart rate stuff and then they divide it into your zones and then you give you points based off the zones that you're in so but it's it's weird though it because that whole hit culture being in the like red and like yellow zone is deemed uh, like better because you get more points yeah, it, dov- it gives you no recollection of what your training goal is, obviously. So there'll be people who are like, obviously, they'll put their my zone on and train with me. And they'll be like, oh, but I haven't gotten as many maps because I haven't spent that much time in my orange or my red zone. That's like the 
plus 80 percent and plus 90 percent i'm like yeah good we've been doing max strength for four weeks so i don't yeah. really want to <laughs> yeah but you just hit squat pb so who gives a fuck yeah. like, I was like just yeah. shit like it doesn't matter like are you better yeah are you stronger yeah do you move better yeah oh no i didn't get 600 maps this month oh no then yeah. go do one time it doesn't matter but guess what also it's gonna get harder because now you move better those red zones are going to be harder to hit because you're accustomed to moving better. You're more economic and you're more efficient in your movement. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because it's it's annoying as well because it's it's just a culture that they're like. It's what Kevin said the other day, right, on the show where it was just like people aren't doing these moves for the the purpose of what they're trying to do. If they're trying to burn calories by doing all these jump squats and all this stuff or plyo stuff, and you're like, you're missing forest for the trees, mate. Like, you're doing that to keep power going. I was like, because that's the quickest thing you're going to lose. And that's probably the the most fundamental thing that old people lose quickly is their power and the ability to decelerate. That's power. And catch it. And then they get injured. It's like, all right, well, we're probably not training that as well. Because you, I mean, briefly, I said, oh, should we talk about muscle fiber types? And Dan was like, poo pooed that idea. But we can talk about it now, Dan, because uh, <laughs> yeah, we no, can work it into like... this now. Because there's slow twitch, there's the type 2A and type 2B, and those are different systems. So the slow twitch stuff, we could say probably people think that they're training fast twitch by doing those high knees and that hit training. Uh, but is it? That's not. A hundred percent it's not. It's your oxidative like oxidative, um, and then your glycolytic, like fast twitch stuff. And like if we if we were to put like time frames on those, the oxidative stuff is like your anaerobic, right? That's like your four hundred to eight hundred meter race. That's your boom. And then your sprints, your glycolytic stuff is your that's that muscle fiber type. Type two B is your short sprint, sixty meters, hundred meters. The shit that you're doing, because it's taking 40 minutes, is your long distance and slow twitch. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, it's that, just, that's I just... not a sexy thing to do. You might not, probably not become a better, let's put these in air quotes, athlete because of that. And, and the other thing as well, to train those fibers properly, those, you know, the, the, the 2B stuff, like, you, to go proper high intensity, you need four five minute rest before you do another bout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so properly train it. So you're going to be sat there not sweating, not doing anything. And it's kind of... The only caveat to, to what I said, I think, is if you're doing a photo shoot prep or a bodybuilding prep and you need to increase your expend your calorie expenditure, that's the only time I would ever really advocate tracking a calorie amount for cardio output. But even then, even then, you're doing it for the outcome. You're not doing it just to burn calories as a, as a, as a tool as because you think you have to. It's more a case of it's required to get to where you want to be. But that applies to 0.1% of the population. Like it doesn't come into it for the majority of people. That's 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 the only exception to this. But, but yeah, like you said, it's like you're supposed to be training systems and movements and all these other things. And it leads to you being a better all-round, dare I say, athlete or person, whatever you want to call it. But this is where we, our frustration comes about from the, you know, the classes and st- stuff. We talked about the Tabata thing is, is a great example it's like people don't know people think they're doing a hit class and it's like no you might as well have just gone out for a jog like it's the same system you're using here yeah, yeah it's yeah. not any different and it's and then and then on the flip side of that i would say to people yeah but you know if you want to go on a, if you want to burn calories and you're going on a jog for that reason take twice as long and walk it and listen to an audiobook and have some fun 
<laughs> if, you, if that's what you're doing it for, that's what you're doing, yeah and, yeah. and people think, and it's like, oh yeah, let's just do it hit because it's quick. It burns through the calories quicker. That's not why you're doing it. You should be doing it because you want to be healthier and because you want to increase your fitness, which is a really shit term for this because it's not about <laughs> that. It's about increasing your power, your strength, hypertrophy, you know, cardiovascular fitness, sprint performance, anaerobic capacity, whatever aerobic capacity. Pick one. And if you can, if you're saying to me, I'm doing this class to improve my aerobic capacity, I will 100% go crack the fuck. You'll be like. Crack on, mate. Do it. Bang but on. you're not doing it for that reason. Most people are doing it because it's burning calories or they think it's a hit workout or it's boosting their metabolism or they think it's something like that. And my point is the amount of time people would spend doing that sort of stuff would be far better spent doing resistance-based training, increasing their power, things like that, and then doing cardio on the side of that that's structured in a way that will increase performance, will increase their physique, will make them healthier and a more rounded athlete rather than sat in front of the TV Watching Mark Wright do hook, hook, duck, duck. He's got it wrong as well because it's duck, duck, goose. And then he has to yeah, run around exactly, chasing ex- nobody. Exactly. And he, <laughs> but he might as well be doing that. In my opinion. He might as well be. He might as well be. But yeah, funny, it's just yeah. it's just funny like because we come from a background of there's a plan, there's a strategy, there's a system, there's 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 a time and a place for pretty much most things in fitness. Oh. But like we said, it's understanding the system you're training, why you're training it, what the outcome of that system and what the outcome of that training is and how that fits into your whole goal. That's what you hire an online coach for, a trainer, whatever. It's not turning up in front of a trainer and just doing what they tell you to do because they've told you to do it. It's the whole, like, any idiot can make you tired. I was like, 100%. Like, That's what Mark Wright's doing. It's just making you tired and sweat. Great. It, Isabel, Dan's daughter, could make me tired. He, If she was my coach and just said, let's do every burpee we can do, Tom. That is as good as what some of that is doing. <laughs> you're like, hang on a minute. Oh, she's only four. I'm like, yeah, we should probably have more thought process over. <laughs> so, like, this this the power thing that the like annoys me, and it's all these bouncy moves and like, of just that just chucked in without thought, just because something fits the same rough like biomechanical model, like the forward lunge, for example. This is just off personal experience. And we've ranted about this previously, right? That we're not, unless for decelerative purposes, I don't really put the forward lunge in because it, for that purpose, because I would use it for deceleration. The forward lunge is a catch and fall. Like you're falling, you're going to catch yourself. So you're decelerating into the ground and that's what you're meant to do. So it's like offsetting stuff like osteoarthritis in older populations. If you're accustomed to that and your genetic traits is osteoarthritis or arthritis or anything like that guess what you should be doing power and deceleration work 100 percent. because even older population it's been found that they still react just as well as younger population to power-based training they still pick it up just as quickly and the uh the stuff that they they just lose it quicker than younger population so they still be like the adaptations that they can create are still big i think people get scared and they're like, oh no, they're just gonna do lots and lots of this basic stuff. Or basic, these weird like jumpy squat things. And I'm like, I'm bored for number one. This this is mindless. It's not like cognitive at all. I'm not engaging anything up here because I'm just doing that. That's another thing that I, I don't enjoy as well. It's it's a mindless exercise because it's for calorie burn. I'm not thinking about anything. I'm not thinking about where my hip should be. Maybe I might, but when somebody says let's do pop squats or jump squats or at the end of a workout, I'm like, 
I'm not thinking about any of my form. I'm not thinking about how to do this biomechanically well. I'm not producing the force that I want to be able to do to get any efficiency out of this. It's like, it's just moving for the sake of moving. That's all we're doing. And I'm like, oh, there's literally no point. Like you're not. And if you're moving for the sake of moving, just walk. Just walk. It's far safer. Far safer. Far easier. It's just like, I've. If it comes, it's like I've got two minutes to fill. All right. Yeah, that'll take two minutes. Cool. Let's do this. I knew of a trainer, no trainer that did this, and they had seven minutes left. Guess what they said in a class? This is well known. Burpees for seven minutes. They said it. (laughs) So funny. Um. Yeah, Lots of people just, doing them, I can imagine. And it's just, <laughs> they were knackered. But um, but that was when mm, the clients have started to see through this person <laughs> slightly. Well, I, 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 have, I have a hard time with it, though, because we do, like, at cricket, we have, like, the warm-up. Or football, you know, basketball, you have the warm-up. Basketball, weird. not so much, because basketball's, like, football, basketball's yeah. a bit more, you kind of have a bit more of an individual kind of go at it, because everyone needs something. But cricket, it's like, we've got four teams you know the the first team are a level which is very very high like you know several professionals play for for the for the first team they play for their counties yeah. i mean like the third team so don't worry about it but they all we all come together and a couple of them kind of know what i do and then they come to the warm up the first team coach will take the warm up and it's like right burpees and i'm like nah i just don't do it i just don't i just get in the press up position and just pretend like i'm holding a plank so i just don't i can't do it <laughs> and they don't he doesn't even question me or say anything but i'm just like i physically cannot bring myself to do it some of the stuff he does is good you know like some glute bridges single leg glute bridges some stuff obviously been taught some things but then it's like the standing the high knees and the punching out i'm just like i I just i can't do it i just cannot do it and it's that sort of thing where it's really hard to just be like if I was ever in a class and someone says to me seven minutes of burpees, I'd just walk off and like now I'm good. Yeah I'd be like I'm done I'm done Uh, at this point. <laughs> it's a weird one, isn't it? So, so obviously I've started doing a few more classes. I've got my clients with Chloe and stuff like that. And then I think because Chloe like quite likes me being there, or like say Sarah, one of my other clients, likes me being there because I'll quickly like whisper to them and be like, "Can you do this, please?" Just to change certain things slightly, either to make it more a little bit better or just a little bit better for because I know they're anatomy. I'm not being a dick in the class and being like, this is wrong. I'll just be like, can you just do this for me? Because I know they're anatomy. Because I train them both like once or twice a week. So it's just like, all right, that'll be it. But the same thing would, would have, used to happen with me when I was playing for Barclays Bank of Football. Because a lot of them knew what I was, what I did. Or they were like, all right, Tom, do you want to do warm-up? No, I'm not working. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, but yeah. I was like, no, nah, you you got two coaches there. Like, that's fine. I'll do it. I'll say if it's stupid. But, yeah, I'll do it. It's fine. I, I think I bit the bullet in, like, some preseason. And I was just like, this is dumb. I'm just going to take the next, like, 20 minutes. Because I feel like, especially when preseason, people coming back from a bit, being a bit boozy. And I was like, the injury rates here are fucking atrocious. And I was like, this can't happen. I was like, I'm taking this bit. I was like, I'll take the warm-ups for preseason. Because everybody's going to be coming, like guarantee hamstring like tears or stuff that's gonna just go off i was like these guys haven't trained 100 percent it's like i can barely fucking move and i'm gonna know what i'm doing uh yeah, it's, it's weird isn't it but rounding back purple small movement that's what i prefer instead of mindless movement it's like all right yeah, that, that's exactly do it. that that's do that rdl like but do it right like no, yeah, just that's go, i'm gonna do 15 of them just for the sake of it no nah, just do eight of them but make them like nail it 
really do like a reach all this kind of stuff and i'm like even if it's body weight you can still like encompass like squeezing something or if it's external focuses like reaching towards the wall and all that reach high and stuff like that explode up to the ceiling it's just like all right let's not make it mindless and mind numbing let's give them some sort of thought process of how to get there so they remember what they did more than anything else so when i come back so teach this in seminars so i do a seminar on coaching queuing and external feedback and this stuff and if i'm going to go back to them and say do you remember this cue or this movement they're going to be like yes that's what you said about this if i'm just doing it for mindless reps and not giving them much cueing and they've just gone boom 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 it's a sweat thing they won't know what really what i would want them to do it's kind of moving aren't they and i'm like it's not done well so that's a big i mean it's just a big bugbear guess of not the group x world it's just like people do it when when they're doing pt as well or just training themselves yeah (laughs) it's just it is what it is you know like but i just feel sorry for people who do these things because then they get into that cycle and that's a really unhealthy relationship to have with exercise that you feel like you have to burn a certain number of calories and stuff like that and that's where a lot of people with weight training it happens the same thing they think they have to do 40 reps a session they think they have to do big sessions and a lot of my clients they'll be like oh they get a training session through but oh that doesn't matter that much i'm like yeah you do five exercises three sets of each and you you actually train purposefully with the right contraction and lifting the right weight and then they will message me like oh my god that was so hard like yes it was you don't have to do 20 exercises as i just do it well talk about purposeful reps don't we i talked about that in one of my programming seminars or lectures recently and i think i'd set out i was talking like five free ones i was talking triphasic training i was talking some two by four stuff and obviously they're looking at it and going tom like two by four that was only like three sets right three sets of fives or three sets of threes and they're like all right well that's not really enough and i'm like it's fucking enough trust me um i was like are you counting your warm-up sets in like your total rep total volume of sets done and i was like yeah but you're kind of missing the point this isn't about like mrv and this that's a theory that doesn't really apply to well it doesn't applies but it's like it's not really in this encompassing program and people getting caught between i think that was a case of people getting caught between programs and hypertrophy and strength and not focusing on their what they're trying to do and i was like that's just because they're doing it's like three sets you're going to nail them they're the most purposeful three sets that you've done in your life just like you depend on it because the fact is that in a, like a two by four you expect to pr every fucking session i'm like guess what they're meant to be hard um and then the next stuff is going to be like crisp movement so yeah, that, that's an argument for other, other cases like hypertrophy, dripping into strength and power building, all that kind of stuff. Not focusing on what you want to do. Have a goal and then be like, is this the best? Is this the most efficient way or is this the best way? Have I still got it in mind, the exercises that I've chosen for my overall goal? I think because clients come to you anyway, don't they? Like, I want weight loss. Cool. All right. So what is going to be the best thing to achieve weight loss? Probably putting on a little bit of muscle mass. And we're gonna get a side effect of burning a little bit more calories, being more efficient in movement, and your yeah, your and my basal metabolic rate might tickle up, but not just like the mean the old. I think everybody knows this when they listen is if you do those mindless hit sessions and get absolutely trashed and burn that amount of calorie, the supposed amount of calories, um, air quotes there, because it's quite false. 
most of the time um, per hour. And then you're like, what happens for the next eight hours? It probably decreases your calorie output. So that was a pointless hour, wasn't it? Like, could have just done half the thing, but burnt, let's say, 30% more for the next 10 hours. Suddenly we burnt more calories throughout the day and blah, blah, blah. That weight loss goal is a lot better. And you're able to eat more. And that's probably, probably going to be better for you. Yeah. I think that's 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 like neat 101, isn't it? Or Nina? Yeah. I, I feel like it is, but I think I take it for granted so much <laughs> that I, I won't really even talk about it. I'm like, still needs to be said, most likely. Um, people yeah. probably forget that. It's like, all right, especially right now because pe- the hit thing or body weight hit is definitely in. Um, but I've been toying with the idea of maybe doing like a because they're doing like Instagram lives and stuff and just being like, all right, well, we could, me and Dan could video ourselves doing a, a power-based Instagram live and we'll be sit there for about three or four minutes. Yeah, so I'd say just yeah. for the time on. Yeah. Yep, five-minute rest. Like, five-minute five rest. rest. Like, yeah. we're going to do some pogos, but we're only going to do six reps. Boom. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't think it would get much traction, uh, but it would be done so. correctly. <laughs> yeah, done properly though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, mate. Um but obviously obviously wound you up winds me up no end most of the time so you just see it i think i see it a lot more than you as well because i'm i think you probably do to be fair I, I definitely don't see it as much but i think it's more because at the moment it's it's the thing that people are doing right now is obviously a lot of the home-based stuff and just jumping them down on the spot and all that sort of jazz and and yeah i, th- I think uh, yeah it's just it's, it's a case of yeah pick what you want to what your goal is i mean it doesn't help like, if it's power if it's like, oh, I want to train that muscle fiber type, if I want to get bigger, if I want to do that, like you said, I want to do it for movement economy, if I want to do that, just that's how you're going to think. And that's how it's going to scale into your sessions. And if somebody is, if you if you are doing an Instagram class or a live class or a Zoom class or whatever, just be like, actually, this exercise may not be the best thing for me to do right now. Can I swap something else out and do it? Trust me. If the instructor's worth their salt, they'll be like, cool, you clearly got a goal. Rather than that, they'll be all for it. And maybe they'll just give you a few tips on what you're doing there. Like, I bailed out because I'm playing golf tomorrow or today, when this was these. And uh, it was total leg day today in the classes that I was doing. And I was like, fuck this, I need to do some press ups. Um, I was like, otherwise, my legs are going to be shot. No, that's, that's not going to be good for any kind of hip rotation, is it, Daniel? No. I mean, I don't think it matters if I play golf. To be fair, mate, I just... <laughs> I'm going to be tired. I, I will not. I'll get. I won't get through. So, which is a problem anyway. I won't talk about my golf woes. Been been tough to get back in. <sighs> I bet oh, it has, yeah. but at the same time, it's just something you're just glad to get out of the house. And oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, like, uh, like now, I'm just like, oh, it's just it's just good to break. It's something week. that I really want to get into. Like, I really do. Like, I think once I've once we've moved and I'm sort of in a bit more of a string of things, I think literally the pun intended there. Um, <laughs> it's something that I do want to try because I played it before when I was younger and it was kind of like, I was all, I was okay. I suppose I could hit a ball straight, you know, for like a decent amount yeah. of times. Um, and it was one of those, where I think if you play more, I can see the relaxing benefit of it. Like I would just leave my phone in the car and go out and play. It would just be like bliss. Like that's, yeah, I, that's the thing for me. I think is just that is like, if you get I out turn my, uh, I turn my do not disturb on. And then, um, especially now, it's awesome because it's like three to three and a half hours round. Like everybody's like spaced out properly because of COVID. We'd have to meet somewhere near Reading, won't we, mate, and play golf yeah. there? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Be like, yeah, I'll play. 
yeah i just right. yeah i think there's something about it for me as i get a bit older i think i might um i might soon ditch the cricket and, and go with that just because it's just too, the cricket is actually too long a day i know it sounds daft it's like eight nine hours and it's a bit more we were talking um, about this at the golf club as well because one lad like they were like they got volunteers but they were talking about it, and we were like oh we're loving it all the old like all the old fellas are slightly not liking it because it's only taken about three three and a half hours to get round, and they'd rather be there all day and that's their thing and like me and my buddy Tom, we're like, it's great. Like, it doesn't mean it doesn't take up my whole day. Like, I can do other stuff. Yeah. I've got other responsibilities. I want to see my girlfriend. I want to see like friends. I want to go out for a drink. I want to do this. And they're like, oh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but yeah, I just don't want to be up there all day. I love it, but it should be like half a day, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Did you did you see actually the match number two? It was on. Uh, it was the most watched like, kind of like golf thing ever um, on uh, cable TV. It was uh, Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning versus Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady no. for, for COVID. Yeah. So they played on Tiger Woods' home course on uh, Sunday night. And it was pissing it down with rain. But yeah, it was, so, <laughs> it was quite funny because they, they had it. So like lots of people, so there was like different bets on every hole. It was like a long drive competition. Brooks Kopka like rang in, was like, I will donate a hundred grand if Tom Brady makes a par on the front nine. Wow. And all these like lads, like absolutely Charles Barkley's obviously like, if you ever got time, Google, like literally, if you obviously Charles Barkley, you know who he is, right? Yes, of course it is. <laughs> Very famous uh, basketball player. But if you type in Charles Barkley into YouTube, the first thing that comes up is Charles Barkley golf swing. Because it is a ridiculous thing. And he's right, really well known because he loves golf. And he was commentating, like they had different commentators and they came, bring, bring him on. And he was just giving Tom Brady shit the whole time. And uh, so all of the, the Brady words and everybody uh, had uh, a little, like, like we got headsets on. They had like little wires mm-hmm. in. Um, yeah. So they could talk to the commentators the whole way around, um, and and just having like telling stories and a little banter and all this kind of stuff. Because Phil Mickelson loves talking smack, and so and Peyton Manning loves talking smack, and Tom Brady is yeah interesting chap. But he did annoyingly Tom Brady hold out from like a hundred yards out for a par. Let's put that way. he was terrible. He's not a good golfer, <laughs> but it was super interesting. It was really fun actually. I wish I did more like. I don't know. They do like the football stuff, don't they? But it's like not as casual as golf and you can't like, I want the chat on general sport. No. Yeah. I think the golf bit is like, I said, it's a bit of the banter, isn't it? And it's yeah, like, the banter. And it's, just like, it's just like for, they, they, I don't know how much they raised, like nearly 25, 30 million for COVID, something like that. Just random bets. Because Phil Mickelson's big on that. He'll be like on tour and he'll be like 10 grand, you don't make that putt with his playing partners. He's really well known for it. <laughs> and if they make it, we'll be like, cool, there you go, fine. Uh, so he had the match in Vegas, didn't he, with Woods for like nine million. They both put in the kitty. Um, they donated some of it and then just took it home. Crazy. Crazy, mate. But you want sport, mate. Back, if we play be... golf, it wouldn't be like that. It'd be too hard. It'd be like 50p. Like, yep, buy your beer. All right. <laughs> hey, it's the same numbers basically anyway do you know what I mean <laughs> same percentages of income probably exactly um, yeah you were saying that you want sport back on you're kind of starting to miss it mate I think that's the one thing I think you know the staying in stuff it's, it's by the by for, for me I don't really have any friends or do anything um, <laughs> but yeah like just missing watching basketball and, and football and stuff like that and I think it's um, 
I think if you'd have said to the nation, look, you're locked down, but life is the same as in like you can watch football, you know, there's live TV, there's there's normal TV shows. Because a lot of TV shows have stopped, because a lot of live TVs have to stop and because there's no sport on, it's a bit like, ah, like, okay, it's not as fun watching recording Netflix and stuff. Whereas before you'd watch football, cricket, golf, people watch golf, believe it or not. Um, uh, you know, basketball stuff. I, I just think for me, that's the thing that I'm like, because basketball's on every day at some point. Like you can watch highlights, you can watch full games, and same a lot of other sports. And it's just nothing. So that's that. That is quite hard. I think. I think that's the the next step. But once I think that comes back, I think that'll make a huge difference to people. Yeah, I think it's because they they. I realise that some of the footballers are coming out and going, we're basically puppets, and like it's like an science experiment. And I think they, you know, underestimate how big it is for people's mental health. Well, I think there's that, but I also don't think they quite understand the fact that if all 50 people involved start you know staff players are all tested and they're all haven't got it there's fuck all problem what yeah. do you mean you're being what do you mean you're being put out as a guinea pig no you're, you're going back to work you're paid hundred thousand pound a week to kick a ball around like and like you said it's the effect it has on the nation and the effect it has on people and all that sort of stuff and it's um there's to me though if someone said to me every single place you go you're going to be tested and everyone else there is tested and no one's going to be allowed in if they're positive I'll be like, well, yeah, there's no risk then. I'll go. Of course we'll. Yeah. I'll do it. I'd, I'd go to on a train if I knew everyone on there didn't have it or I'd go on the underground. Of course you would. But the fact is we don't because we're not in industry to be able to do that. Whereas footballers, it's like, no, you're being tested every two weeks or every week, whatever it is they're being tested. You all know none of you've got it. As long as you don't act like dicks, which a lot of them have when locked down anyway, and go <laughs> out and meet those random people, like you're going to be safe. Like, so yeah. it's on you, right, mate. Like, I hope some I get re- reprimanded. Some of the people, uh, yeah, who have been out, slightly annoying. Obviously, we didn't really want to voice our thing on Dominic Cummings because I think it's going to be it's, it's bigger things to focus on now. It's just like move on. All right, yeah, I just think it's, it. it's the same with the, it's the same with the footballer. There's one footballer who got a private jet over to France, right, and had a big like party with prostitutes and shit in a in a rented flat, like. Mr. Walker. It's people like that that get highlighted and Dominic Cummings gets highlighted because he works in the government and he's broken the rules or whatever. But my, my neighbours upstairs have broken the rules. And my neighbours over the road have broken the rules. I know they have because I've seen them. So it's like, I get it. I, I, I do get it. Like, but he should be set an example. Of course he should. But it, I don't know enough about it or what's happened and all that sort of shit. And I agree with you. I, I think it's, it, there's no point talking about it because it's, it's fun and whatever. But like I said, there's people that have broken the rules elsewhere and they're not being demanded. They resign from their jobs. I admit it's not in the public eye and it's not they're the ones that have fucking set these rules. So, but, you know, I get it. <laughs> no, it's interesting. I can't imagine there's going to be an, uh, like a, an amount of people that are resigning in the next six weeks because they decided to go around Jill's house in lockdown. You're like, mm. yeah, you're not going to resign, are you? Uh, I still haven't. Uh, still been good annoyingly been good Dan I mean following the rules is tough isn't it yeah. tough look <laughs> yeah nah definitely not uh, any other business mate you want to talk about not for me no other than no. we need to start this internet connection so next time I can hear you properly <laughs> yeah no business from me hopefully uh, what will, will, will we be in June we'll be in June I think by yeah. uh, next, next week um so yeah bunker cast whatever 16 17 almost there almost there i've seen some prospective stuff for gyms that has been looking interesting i mean i was kind of like a negative nancy thinking like oh definitely like october 
preparing for UK active, but I've seen some stuff that maybe 30, 40% capacity, July, mid-July, August, possibly, if we're good, we follow the rules. I think the interesting thing is that there's not been any bad news yet about yeah. climbing again, all this sort of stuff. But I think with the time scales, I think it's not this week it would have been, it will be over the, the two weeks over the next start in June, weeks, I think, yeah. is so. that when they might see any negative effects of it, but... So it looks like there'll be more updates. Looks like the first of June or something like that to tell people what else they can start to do. Um, yeah, so we've already had the thing for like car sales can start to happen. Everybody's everybody wants a car now. Um, obviously, financially, pretty weird. And then was it non-essential shops can start opening from the 14th of June, mm-hmm. which is earlier than I thought it was going to happen. So it's good, I think. It'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping the gyms will be in the next thing. Maybe July, mid-July, August. Just pray. And uh, we can get some bicep curls going. So many. Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling weak. I'm going straight onto strength phase. 100%. I'm just like, oh, I need to meet the The most gains you've made in a phase for a long time. Yeah, it will, but it'll be so depressing writing the numbers of what I have to start at. Just be like, oh, really? Wow. <laughs> I'd like to say, I'm hoping I can still like bench 100 kilos or squat 150. It's a bit sad if you can't when you go back in. Super It'd be bad. interesting to see how much it will go down. I'll try and mark it and just be like, do like a 1RM, a 3RM test when you go back in. See how far, how much it's gone down from basically shit training for the last uh, three months. However, it's interesting. Interesting, mate. All right, no business for me, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Catch you later.